This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, hi everyone, Shalom Aleichem. Thanks, first of all, thank you everybody for joining the trip. It was really a very special surprise to be together with everyone in these Mekoymai Sakadoshim. First, let's start off. Yedidi, Rabbi Arya Leib, reminded me of the really amazing Hashkacha that we should be today at the Maras Hamachpela. Because even though the Torah says about Moshe Rabbeinu, Nobody knows where he's buried. The Yalkut Ruveni brings down that in fact Moshe and Sipaira are buried at the Maras Hamachpela. And they have an underground uh, labyrinth to where they're buried in the uh, Shevet, uh, in the Chelek of Shevet God. So if somebody asks, why did you go to the Maras Hamachpela on Zion Adar? You say, for the yard site, Yoyma Dehilula, Moshe Rabbeinu. Where else do you go? So that's actually pretty amazing. Last night, we were at the Kever of the Arizal in Svas. The Ari was the Nitzitz of Moshe Rabbeinu. So to be at the Ari and the Maras HaPela and Zayin Adar, half love a fella. Okay, now we're headed toward Kever Rachel. And let's try to understand the deeper significance of Kever Rachel and the Maras HaPela as well. Yaakov Avinu in his first encounter with Rachel Imenu. Yaakovinu sees her, Vayisa Yaakov Asenov, Vayevk. Yaakovinu cried when he saw Rachel Imenu. Why did he cry when he saw Rachel? Say Chazal, he foresaw that he would not be buried with Rachel Imenu and he cried. Now talk about getting ahead of yourself. For, you, maybe you should have a Lachayim first and a Vart and a Chasan. Then you're worried about the Kvura. No, the first thing he does when he sees her, he's worried about the Kvura already. The first question he asked, "No, where are you going to be buried? Oh, in Kever Rachel? And she says, where are you going to be buried? I'm going to be buried in Maras HaMachpela. So far away from each other, he started crying. I mean, they didn't even meet the Mechutanim yet, and they're talking about the Kvura. What's, why is Yaakov Avinu crying when he sees Rachel Yimenu and that he was not going to be buried with her? So this is a very important and fundamental and deep idea. Maseches Kedushin begins how do we know a person could marry a woman could be Mekadosh and Isha with Kasef where do you learn it out from? Kicha Kicha Misadei Ephraim where do we learn out you could marry a woman? from the fact that Ephraim ripped off Yaakov Avinu that's the beginning of Masech the Kedushin that Bezom and Aleph you know some people they don't get married the second half of the month because it's not a good simon for the Kedushin do you think it's a good simon for Masechta Kedushin to begin by talking about the most greedy person who ever lived, Ephraim Achiti? Why learn out marriage from the purchase of Maros HaMachpela? Isn't that a beautiful concept? Where does marriage come from? From being buried. So, so inspiring. Well, you know, why do we learn out Kedushin from Kavura? The answer is as follows. The relationship of husband and wife, of Ishva Isha, is reflective of the relationship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Klal Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Chasan, Klal Yisrael are the Kala. And therefore, if husband and wife stay together B'chayehem, so that shows God will be with us temporarily. But if husband and wife are buried next to each other, that means HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be with us L'Oilam Vo'ed. So especially the Kavura of the Avois HaKadoshim. When Avraham and Sarah are buried together, that means Rebbe will be for, with Klal Yisrael forever and ever and ever. So it is a very beautiful idea 
that the source of Kedushin is the Ma'ar Samach Pela, which teaches us that when Avraham Avinu bought the Ma'ar Samach Pela to be buried next to Sarah Yimenu, that means it's an eternal relationship. A relationship of husband and wife is an eternal relationship which reflects Hashem's eternal connection to the Jewish people. Now, Yaakov Avinu had two wives. One wife he was buried next to, one wife he was not buried next to. Isn't that interesting? He had four wives. But actually, two of them were perhaps Pilagshim. He had two main wives. Rachel and Leah are two types of relationships Hashem has with Kal Yisrael. We know in the Maras Hamachpela, in the place that we're, we went, Avraham is not buried there, Yitzchak is not buried there, Yaakov is not buried there, not Sarah, not Rivka, not buried there. They're buried in the underground Ma'ara. And even in the underground Ma'ara, they're not there. They're Ma'ara Betoich Ma'ara. It's Hester Shabbatoich Hester. There are two relationships Hashem has with Kal Yisrael. Hashem has an open relationship with us when the Beis HaMikdash stood and there were Nisim, Gluyim, and Yushalayim and the Makam HaMikdash. That's a relationship of Har HaMariah. Hashem also has a relationship with Kal Yisrael in the Golos, in Hester Panim even when we can't see it, and there are no nisim. Hashem's relationship with Klal Yisrael is deep, deep down, underground, subterranean. That's relationship of Ma'aras HaMachpela. Hashem connects to us in two ways. Har HaMariya, Ma'aras HaMachpela. Har HaMariya is Hashem's open relationship with Klal Yisrael. And Maras HaMachpelah is the eternal relationship Hashem has with Kali Yisrael, even in the Golos. You can't see it. You look, you look, where is Avraham and Sarah? Can't see them. You look under the mat, you look under the cave, where are they? They're not there either. They're Ma'ara B'Toich Ma'ara. Rachel is called Oilam de Iglaya, the revealed world. Leah is Oilam de Iskasaya, the hidden world. When Yaakov is buried next to Leah, that means that even in the Golos, Hashem is always connected to us. He's always chevroin, he's always mechuber atzleinu. But it's not necessarily apparent. It's in the Golos. It's behester ponim. Rachel, Rachel's buried out in a field. It's revealed. Rachel's not subterranean. She's just buried on the street. Oilam de Glaya. By the way, there are two types of Tikkun Chatzois. There's Tikkun Leah, there's Tikkun Rachel. Tikkun Leah, you say every day of the week. Tikkun Rachel is only Bimei Chayel, is only Bimei Shabbos. If Yaakov Avinu would have been buried next to Rachel, the Beis Hamikdash never would have been destroyed. That, meant, that would have meant that Hashem is connected to us not only in the Golos, but Hashem is connected to us, revealed, openly. Har Maria would never be destroyed. Yaakov Avinu was hoping to be buried not only with Leah, if he would have been buried with Rachel, there never would have been a Chorben. So when Yaakov Avinu sees Rachel for the first time, and he realizes that his relationship with her would be not eternal, it would only be Ba'il Mazah, but he would not be buried with her, he knew there would ultimately be a Chorben, and that's why Yaakov Avinu cried, when he saw Rachel for the first time. But Yaakov Avinu is buried next to Leah in the Ma'ar Samachpela, which means, which reflects that even in the Chorben, even Hester Shabbatoy Hester, Afilu Bahastara Shabbatoy Chahastara, 
Knesset Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechubar. That is the Yisoid of the city of Hebron. Our connection to Hashem is not openly apparent. It's not readily available. It's not readily accessible. We don't see it. It's deep, deep down under subterranean. Yaakov being buried next to Leah represents Hashem's eternal relationship with Kali Yisrael, albeit not Ba'olam de Iglaya. So now we come to Kiryas Arba, base Lechem. So may we be zoiche that in the Makkim of Rachel, the Oilam de Iglaya, Rachel once again is Mechuber to Yaakov Avinu, and then we'll be zoiche to the Binyan Beis Hamikdash Mimheri Aminu Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.